this pandemic's been really tough, right? I mean, that's got to be the understatement of the decade. Uh, but it's been tough on in so many different ways, but it's also been tough on friendships, right? I was thinking about this the other day, taking stock of like people I need to see, people I haven't seen. And I thought, I think I may have been ghosted by one of my closest friends. I have not heard from her in ages. And um, it happens. You know, some of the uh, friendships we had before the pandemic, they just didn't survive the pandemic. Sometimes we found out that our core values were not aligned. And, you know, we didn't actually miss them as much as we thought we would. And then there were other people that you didn't see as frequently that you realized, you know what, I miss this person. I really dig this person in my life. Turns out my friend did not ghost me. I threw it out there to the universe. And, you know, I start thinking about somebody and their ears must be burning and they call you. They're like, hey, yeah, it's been a while. How you been? Like, oh, okay. I haven't been ghosted. Aaron Faulkner is editor-in-chief of Pick the Brain and author of How to Break Up with Your Friends. Aaron there's been a lot of breakups through this pandemic. Do you think they've been done in a way that is appropriate or have we been just seeing a lot of ghosting going on? Well, you know, it's, it's funny. We, we, we have, I, we have seen a lot of breakups and I think one of the most important things or pieces of information out of this is that this really is probably the first time this pandemic has forced us to critically look at these friendships like we kind of were forced to because everybody was ripped out of our lives kind of overnight as we went into these micro bubbles and um so as a result you know we saw a lot of different behavior emerge as you said you know some you know there are people in your life that emerge that have kind of different core values there are people that not necessarily that you you know had some big falling out with but upon reflection you're like i if somebody asked me if I was a good friend with this person, I'd say yes. But now that I'm not seeing them at all, I barely miss them. Or when I think of them, I've got like irritations or annoyances that come up as opposed to, you know, oh yeah, let's just go grab a drink on Thursday night. So I think we have a lot more information um, because we, again, because we didn't have those friends in our lives. The question is, what are people going to do about it once they start to go back into, you know, full fully active and socially active life. Are you going to make different choices or or, or are you going to dial the same kind of behaviors in? And I'm hoping it's not that. (laughs) Well, people operated in different ways. Like there were different levels of, uh, you know, risk assessment and fear. uh, And some people were tolerant and some people weren't tolerant. There was impatience. Is there any way to heal a friendship after, you know, you've had this rift? Like maybe some people actually, you know, it, it came to confrontation. Right. Well, yeah, absolutely. The first step would be number one, your own self audit, right? Is really understanding who you are, where you are, how you got here and where you want to go. That's the first piece of that's the cornerstone of any good friendship, right? Is understanding really a lot about yourself. And then when you have that information, holding it up against the relationship and the other person and saying, I understand I'm where I'm in a rift with this person, but given the information I have about myself, does it still make sense for me to be in a relationship with this person? Does it feel like we could be aligned if we get to the other side of, of the rift? If the answer to that question is yes, then the most important, you know, next step is communicating it. You just, you just mentioned off the top that like you thought a friend ghosted you, but there was no real communication around that. There was no conversation. You were just like, Hmm, I'm looking at behavior pattern. She's not reaching out. Presumably you hadn't reached out that much. 
And until you, and until your friend then came back around and texted you, you're like, oh, okay, I guess that wasn't ghosting. But you know, that could have been really avoided if there was a text or a phone call saying, hey, what's up? I haven't heard from you. Um, everything cool? Let's, let's get on the call and, you know, let's chat, right? And, and I think the complacency about friendships is one of the big problems. This is like the only relationships we kind of think are nice to have and mm-hmm. don't, you know, and they give, 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 and they don't really require work in the same way that like a romantic partner or a uh, family relationship does. But, you know, the, all relationships, if they're worth anything, require work. And so when you mm-hmm. do notice a change in behavior, if somebody's slipping away, if you're in constant, you know, kind of friction with them, if you're, you know, whatever, if you don't feel anything at all about them, then, you know, as I said, if you, if you think about, okay, does this person in this relationship still align with me, then you got to communicate and say what you're noticing. And, and so you can get back on the same page because often friendships end not because of some huge drama, like, you know, she stole my husband or, or took my job. It's, it's not one big stab wound. It's death by a thousand cuts. And that yeah, could be just, really avoided if there was communication. I have to be honest. I kind of think friendships should be easy when it comes to relationships. Right. Those are my most enjoyable ones, really, uh, because it, right. it, friendship should be easy. It shouldn't be a, a difficult thing. It should be there for someone and you should want to be there for someone. And there's ease there. You have this thing, and I only have about a minute left with you here, yeah. where it's an exercise that you say, like, if you're not sure if the relationship sh- should stick around, you know, if you should continue and you're both kind of on the fence, you do a friendship audit. What are the odds of adults yeah. wanting to go through a checklist together? Because honestly, if my friend came to me and, and said, look, can we do a friendship audit? And there looks to be about 10 questions here. I'd go yeah, knock good. yourself out, but I know where I'd be at the end of the audit. I'd be like, yeah, I got to lose this person quick. They're too high maintenance. <laughs> no, honestly, it is an amazing experiment to do. And I wouldn't necessarily do this with somebody you're having like major problems with, but if you're if it's somebody that you've been friends with for a long time, you know, and you just want to like get back on the same page or learn something new about somebody to refresh the relationship to kind of, I don't know, just have more insight, make some, you know, make it feel a little more dynamic. This is a really, really, just trust me, suspend disbelief. And I do don't it. know if I have to tell you, I name a couple of things you love about me. I, I couldn't ask that with a straight face. When was the last time you irritated each other and you didn't say anything? Why that? Look, that's not any anybody listening to this show with a partner uh, is thinking that's a like alarms are going off. No, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. It it really works. All right. You're the expert, Aaron. (laughs) Well, I wanted to say one last thing. Yes. You've been friends for, for, for a long time with somebody, you know, five, six, 10, 20 years. There's no possibility in a real relationship you're not going to have some sort of rift, some sort of friction. And so the idea is just to get language around how to navigate that conflict. Um, because there's no way you can be in a great relationship, long-standing relationship with somebody where everything is roses and sunshine mm. and candies and trips to the spas. It's just not realistic. you got to hang around with me. It's all candies and trips to the spas all the time. Erin, <laughs> I want to thank you for your time. <laughs> It's been a pleasure talking to you. And uh, the book is called How to Break Up with Your Friends. Sounds like an interesting read. Thank you so much for joining us.